Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the bottom of the barrel. Jordan Morris, boy detective. This is where I'm at, Jordan. For years on this program, we have tried to create original content. Mm-hmm. We've tried to think of new ideas. Uh, we've tried to zig when others are zagging. Right. But the honest truth is, daddy tired. And so I decided this week we're going easy. We're going to go with easy <laughs> stuff. Okay. So uh, let's see. How can, we, how can we reshuffle our five stories this week? <laughs> so, Jordan, I have, a, I, have a specific, I have a specific idea for what the easiest okay. thing we can do is. No, I mean, I could, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm no daddy. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm tired in my own way. I could take one on easy mode. Sure. What's your, what's the, what's the proposal? Well, I sent a video clip. Now this is obviously, this is an audio program, but I sent right. a video clip to our friend, Brian Fernandez. Okay. Um, Brian, of course, is the producer of this program. And uh, this is a clip of Oakland Athletics center fielder, Ramon Laureano. Okay. At bat. Ramon Laureano, great, great ball player. Really fun to watch. He turns to get out of the way of a pitch, and Jordan, the ball hits him. Oh, my gosh. It's, I know. It's, if a lot of people think baseball is not a contact sport, but once in a while yeah. that ball will hit you. So your, our easy mode is sports bloopers? Will we, will we be getting into onset practical jokes from uh, popular sitcoms? Well, as soon as we get Clooney or Richard Kind, yes. Yeah, dudes love pranks. God, they love pranking each other. Those two are fucking rascally boys. So we're gonna watch. So we're gonna watch a clip. Yeah. Well, I think we're gonna. This is an audio program, so Brian's gonna play the. the Okay. Well. Yeah. Okay. The full audio here of the scene. So just imagine, if you will, uh, Ramon Laureano up to bat. He's a handsome man, very athletic, which is why he went into athletics professionally. I can see. I can see it all now. I could, in my in my mind's eye. This is the A's announcers, uh, Ray Fossey, and I can't remember who it is, but go ahead and press play, Brian. Oh, oh! <laughs> they were checking to see if he swung. He did check his swing, and then he was that, hit by a pitch. That's usually what happens to a guy who's swung around the butt, but that ball ran in so hard. Hope we got him in the midsection because. Yeah, so that last sound, Jordan, that's the sound of a man realizing it didn't get him in the midsection. The the uh? Well, it's what you hear there is, I, I think that was Ray Fossey saying, uh, uh, yeah, I, I hope it got him in the midsection. They play the replay, and you see the ball hit him, and he just says, uh. Oh, he got narded then. Yeah, he did get narded. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Have you ch- have, have we gotten gotten word? Is he okay? I think Ramon Laureano's okay. It's it, look. I would never have if Ramon Laureano were not okay. I would never have played this audio, Jordan. I would never have played this audio unless it would have benefited my career in some way. I would like to know before we you know goof on this guy. Hmm. I would like to know that he has full sexual function too. Like, no, he's fine. I sucked his dick earlier. 
And how was it? Did it seem like it was functional? <laughs> it was there any fully, bruising? It seemed fully functional, and I didn't see any bruising. Now, I was looking at the time, to be right. honest, at his midsection. Oh, Just well. geographically, oh, that's where my eyes, that's my eye line. There is more of his midsection. And now, Jordan, I know that you're a busy executive. I'm not, but if that'll help <laughs> yeah. this bit. Yes, I am. Sure. <laughs> Business, business, hold my call. Secretary, yeah. secretary. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> secretary, secretary, the famous chant of the business the chant person. of the businessman. <laughs> Cappuccino, <laughs> briefcase. <laughs> um, so, uh, but anyway, I know that you hate to, uh, you know, your time is very valuable. It is, yes. And I knew that you would appreciate an executive summary of that video. So we obviously, for the benefit of the home listener, we played the whole thing, you know, from, from when he gets hit to when they show the replay. But this is kind of the boiled down what you need to know, nuts and bolts, action items, sounds from the video. Yeah, well, this is uh, well, this is this is great. So the man's nard. Do they do they ever now? I mean, when I'm thinking of sports bloopers, mm -hmm. do those exist anymore? I feel like those were like specials when I was a kid. They would show the bloopers and they would have the like calliope music and then the like <laughs> America's Funniest Home Videos doinks. Like, will that video uh, be shown at all featuring inserted doinks. Yeah, Jordan, I'll tell you this right now. Uh I, I you know, you're you're not a you're not a big sports fan. I'm a, I am am a bigger sports fan. The only like category of YouTube content that I engage with regularly other than like desperately trying to figure out how to put a drywall screw in or whatever uh is like 25 minute long compilation of sports clips which very lonely bored people put together on any theme so it's not just that you can still watch sports bloopers which you god knows you can but you could watch 20 minutes of just balls hitting baseball players on the head and then going over the outfield fence so like if your interest is rolled ankles yeah if you're interested only in basketball players getting other basketball players nuts in their face. I'm not I'm not not interested in it. Now that one Pornhub is where I recommend you go rather than YouTube, <laughs> sure. but generally speaking, you can find 25 minutes of like you you know, you type in dumbest running plays. I mean, it works for good things too, stealing bases or you know, people stealing home. But I guess my main question about this, because knowing YouTube and knowing uh, you know its uses, this is not a surprise. I guess I am mainly curious if people are adding calliope music and doinks, or is that did that die in 1992? Yeah, here's the thing: it is really hard to find royalty-free doinks. And oh. the doink owners are right. so litigious. Right. The Michael Jackson bought them all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> before he died. And Prince has some and he didn't leave a will. His half brother thinks he has some. They're in a vault somewhere. Yeah. Yes. Really hard to get the doinks. And, you know, every time the doinks seem like they're about to get in the public domain, uh, Congress extends uh, the copyright to benefit, of course, who? Walt Disney.
Yeah. yeah. Walt Disney yeah. once again protecting sure. his doinks. If you if we can get a hold of some of these public domain doinks, and I don't know that we can. Um, you know, obviously mm-hmm. our powers are limited. But I mean, do you think our show could benefit from some added calliope music and doinks? I'm glad that you're asking that question. I want to get back to my original thrust here. Mm-hmm. Uh this is a, an executive summary version of that video uh, that I put together for you since you're a very busy right. executive. Where's that secretary with my cappuccino in a briefcase? Oh, boy. Sorry, Jesse. I'm uh, Brian, could it's you hard play, to find good help these days. Could you play, play the executive summary version, please? Oh. oh. Mm. There you go. Can you play one more time? Oh, oh, mm. Mm. Jordan. It saved me a lot of time. Yeah. Thanks. I have glad to help. Hiring and I can get back to hiring and firing, spreadsheets, meetings, now, power lunches. Jordan. I, all my other executives. I'm going to give you a chance to really shine here and really show okay. what this thing can do. Um, I want you to go ahead and bloop. Just give us some kind of blooper, any okay. kind of blooper, whatever kind of blooper you want. We'll put it on tape, and then we'll follow it up with this new sound, and we'll watch our listenership spike through the fucking ceiling. Okay. Um, so like an audio bloop is what you're looking for, like an audio gaff or something like that. Yeah, a gaff. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, look, you're no President Joe Biden. Okay, no. but you've king been the, known king of the gaffs. But you've been known to put your foot in your mouth once in a while and give it a little lick. It's true. It's true. As the expression goes. So yeah, any kind of bloop, gaff, uh, misspeech, uh, stumble, stumble bum, spoken manner, whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, my feet are cold. I'm gonna put on gloves. Oh, 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 I meant socks. Mm. That is really funny. That is really funny. That is really good, right? Yeah. Probably some of the best work we've ever yeah. done. Certainly the most insightful, yeah, I mean, sophisticated. This is our Peabody. God, finally, <laughs> finally. <laughs> I can taste it. I can taste the Peabody. Should we introduce our guest on the program? What does the Peabody <laughs> taste like, Jordan? <laughs> um, you know... It uh, tastes like something I deserve. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it tastes like something. It tastes like something I deserve. Something you deserve. It the, tastes it's like. The taste, yeah, the taste of my hard work being rewarded. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Jordan. I am unclear on what the Peabody's are for, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're for playing the sounds of announcers reacting to somebody catching it in the nards. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what it's that it's the it's the last one that really moves me. I think like the right. first two are just exclamations. The last one actually comes a couple seconds after the video runs, and it's mm-hmm. just a it's just a deep soul cry. Right. You know what I mean? Play, sure. play it one more time, Brian. Oh, oh. Mm. Mm. Okay, our guest on the program. He's a stand-up comic. He's a writer and co-executive producer on the Desus and Marrow television program. He's the host of the podcast, Make My Day. He's a 
celebrated sneaker switcher and Dunkin' Donuts coffee enthusiast, Mr. Joshua Gondelman. Hi, Josh. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to see you. And Brian, you missed the cue. You missed the cue. You were supposed to play the sound as soon as Josh said hello to us. And then, was that a gaffe, him saying hello? <laughs> was it a mistake? <laughs> just, I don't know. Just play the sound, Brian. It, oh, oh. I don't know what people like. I mean, maybe it'll be the sound. It's not whatever I do, so I'm just trying stuff. I like the condensed bloopers. I think, I think you could have yourself quite a YouTube compilation of just the grunts and doinks. All grunts and doinks. <laughs> I think it would be nice, too, because you'd save on shipping costs. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Get it in a much smaller can. Uh, Josh, Jesse mentioned you were a Dunkin' Donuts fan. That's true. I, uh, I moved recently, and I have a very close Dunkin'. Yes. Uh, and I have never liked Dunkin'. Okay. I, have, I don't think I've ever had a... You know, a trip to a Duncan that's been like above a above a B minus to me. Personally. Oh no! I know, and I don't. I don't mean to come in hot. I know. No, people, no, no. I, I, I want to hear this out. Is that sorry, jo- Jordan? Maybe Josh can clear this up. Is that not the brand? Is that not <laughs> what they're offering? There is kind of a charming grab bag quality to going there, where like you order a thing and they give you a thing, but sometimes those aren't the same thing, and that's like kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going to the baseball store and get and getting yourself a grab bag. You're gonna get a couple gumballs, you know that. It's like um, it's like a, a Yankee swap. <laughs> yeah, but you, oh, you sure. always give them money, and then they give you a product that they offer. It's right. a lot, Jordan. Let me explain this. It's like a it's like an Amish barn racing. Ooh. You get all your friends mm-hmm. together. You go down to mm-hmm. the Duncan, and all of a sudden. Old Amos has a barn. Do you? I want to know what is your Duncan order, and is there something? Is there something? Because, because just proximity-wise, this thing is so convenient for me, yep. and I would it would really help me out if I could grow to love Duncan. I think, because mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm always looking for a convenience. That's yes. my number one. This guy's a busy executive, Josh. I'm <laughs> right. busy executive. Um, you, so you go in and you order the cappuccino briefcase. <laughs> I order the cappuccino briefcase. You're yelling at your secretary. Secretary, secretary, secretary. Crullers, bear claws. Sure. Secretary. <laughs> so what, what, what do you get and is there something that maybe I'm missing? Um, I So my general go-to order is I, I get a uh, an uh, iced coffee, medium or large, depending on how tired I am. Milk, one sugar, one pump of sweetener, because um, they do the liquid cane sugar at the one near me. So, and that's that is pretty simple. I mean, I I I was teasing earlier, but I have to take take my hat off to the Duncan in my neighborhood in Brooklyn. I think they do a terrific job. Um, but just iced coffee, milk, like whole milk, one sugar, and then. Rarely food, but I think my favorite food item they have currently is the Beyond Sausage Breakfast Sandwich on an English muffin. Is this the one Snoop Dogg advertises or did advertise at one point? I don't know. I, I bet Snoop Dogg would like it. I like it. If Snoop Dogg <laughs> yeah, were like, he seems Josh like an Wett, open-minded guy yeah. who might, might entertain a meat substitute. I think, he, I think Snoop wants to, the, to increase the longevity of the planet. 
through sure. decreased uh, red meat consumption, I think he would. I think he'd give it a shot. You know, I will say that all my all of my orders when I've been there have been donuts. So I've never done like the breakfast sandwiches, the breakfast. Do they have a burrito? Do they do a burrito? I, they they do like a wake up wrap. They call it. I think. Okay. Um. What? How have your donut orders come out non standard? You or, know, or... they've just like. The... Did you I, get one, Jordan, with re- two holes? yeah exactly i'm like a second hole um it's all holes (laughs) just an empty bag they do oops all holes Uh (laughs) once a year and i guess that's the time of year i'm going in it's just an inflated paper bag like someone's been puffing into it you know every time i go i'm like this this just tastes like it it was it, it was shipped in from somewhere it's mm, like it's I just think... ta- it tastes and maybe it could be that i'm going to these like california duncans that we've only gotten recently and maybe the legit east coast ones are more legit i don't know is it, it a tap be. water thing is what i'm asking <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's the bagels and the dunk the bagels in new york and all the duncan franchises it's just that that water um i also think best donut recommendation is the blueberry glazed okay which I is could, you formerly I could get known as that. formerly known as the blueberry cake but i think they okay. do call it yeah um i i love a duncan i i like truly do um and but I do think like the food like that that breakfast sandwich is pretty good and I don't think it relies on like pastry freshness as much as like getting like a you know because I feel like when you get like a a Boston cream donut or whatever a chocolate glazed donut it really is like it sinks or swims based on how fresh the donut is right yeah. because it, like any fried food you want it out of the fryer you don't want yeah. you don't want an hour two hour old one. Are dunk- Here's my real question about donuts. Yes. There are these fancy donut places, you know, where they put bacon on your donut or they put breakfast cereal on your donut. I'm yep. going to be frank. I've eaten those donuts. I've never been impressed. I've always just thought, eh, I mean, it's fine. It's a donut. Nothing wrong with it. I've never been impressed. Then there are a few donut chains, your Dunkin's, your Winchell's Donuts, these are, you know, your uh, Krispy Kreme donuts. Krispy Kreme donuts are a little different because they're because they're littler. You know what I mean? It's kind of a. You're different leaving out deal. Yum Yum. Of course, you got Yum Yum donuts. Got to shout out Yum Yum. Shouts to Yum Yum. Well, Yum Yum, I think, is actually just a more successful entrant in another broad category of donuts. And my understanding is that this is maybe a California thing. Uh, because of like immigration patterns or something like that. But uh, I never had chain donuts. Still don't. Like there's so many independent donut stores near my house. And what I want to know is, is it like those frozen yogurt places where they all just like once a month place an order with yogurt incorporated that makes <laughs> frozen yogurt powder and so they literally are all the same because I've never eaten a donut outside of like Krispy Kreme being a little different or fancy donuts being a little disappointing where I thought this is significantly different than the other donuts I've eaten. Like I you feel like the-, the middle 85% of the donut market, all the donuts are identical and they're all coming from completely different like stores with different owners, different decors, different neighborhoods, whatever. I hear what you're saying. You think there's like a centralized donut 
a distribution center or several that that dish out 85% identical donuts to all these different chains. Well, I mean, take, I'll give you an example here, Joshua, or I'll give you a, a, an, an analogous situation. Let's take the let's take the bagel. You live in you live in Brooklyn, New York City, the home of the bagel. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and if I go to the independent bagel store near our friend John Hodgman's house, mm-hmm. which when I am visiting John Hodgman, I do every single day because I love a bagel. So and the good. bagels there are really good. Don't look at their social media is my understanding. But if I go to the bagel <laughs> hall, if I go to the bagel hall and get myself a, a bagel. It is amazing the 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 neutral businesses that have found ways to have bad takes on social media. Right. It's really right, right, stunning. Right. It's really it's stunning. Like, it truly could be like a place that sells garden hoses. And it'll be like, for when you're in your garden, growing all those natural things that mean we don't need vaccines. And you're like, ah! <laughs> Come down to Tom's Sporting Goods. Where we go one, we go all. Ah! <laughs> I just need... Just need goggles. I just need swim goggles. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that a bad take could emanate from a hundred and twenty square foot business. Um, but <laughs> it's incredible. The, the the bagel hole. So if I go to the bagel hole, that is a significantly different product. Yes. Than another bagel store down the street, and both of those bagels are significantly different than a Noah's bagel. Mm-hmm. Or here in Los Angeles, a Brooklyn bagel bakery bagel. These are all dramatically different products. Whereas I feel like I could go to 20 independently owned donut stores in Los Angeles and I would they would be indistinguishable products. Here, this is where you go for the best donut. You go to an apple orchard. This might uh-huh. be a very New England thing. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm you're saying. you're like this is. I'll tell you. I'll tell you where you go for the best walls. There's a big green one in left field in a little place called Fenway Park. Yeah. Here's what you do. You pull up your lobster trap. I don't have a lobster trap. You're just assuming you go, I have a lobster trap. The best donut of all is there in Harvard Yard. Now, how do you get there? Well, first you gotta park your car. So you go to an apple orchard, you trick a Kennedy, he'll owe you a favor. (laughs) You beat him in a game of touch football. (laughs) He'll he'll take you to where his father's treasure is buried. In the Um, grave of Carl Yastrzemski, who's still alive. But I think he's going to plot picked out. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like that's just smart planning. So you point. like a are you telling us about an apple cider donut here, Josh? An apple cider donut fresh made at an apple uh, orchard or other pickery. I don't um, Can I tell you why I don't think so? Please. I think that w- w- those those baked donuts, those cakey heavy donuts mm-hmm. are significantly worse than the fluffy fried kind. I think, I think there, I, that is a big difference. I mean, I don't mind, look, like a buttermilk bar, old-fashioned, sure. But the kind of like dense, cakey, like the kind that you get in a in a bag, that somebody dumps out of a bag onto a onto a plate at uh, the reception after church, like sure. the powdered sugar kind. Yep. The, the apple cider donut is absolutely, no doubt about it, the best of those. 
but I believe it to be a second tier. It's a second class I, donut. I feel like I must have had a fri- like a lighter fried version of those. Really? The only I ones I've so. ever had are like dense and dense and cakey. No, I don't think. Oh I, wow! I, yeah, I think, well then I'm in sold. All right, I think I think if you if you see an orchard. <laughs> Say something. No. Um, <laughs> thank you. I think if you have the chance, I would try it again, like a fresh, because there's it's nice. It's like very flavorful, and it definitely feels better than like almost any donut store donut I've ever I've ever experienced. Once on a school trip, Josh, I yes. went to an apple orchard, mm-hmm. and uh, at the apple orchard, my roommates who were sharing it was an overnight school trip. Uh, my roommates who were sharing uh, my room each bought a gallon of unpasteurized apples, apple juice at the <laughs> apple orchard to take home for their families. And uh, this was in middle school. We were 12. And um, anyway. <laughs> you were the providers. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> my family needs juice. <laughs> um, That's like, that is like what a kid would be like, all right, well, a lot riding on my shoulders. Better make sure there's juice for my family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have returned, <laughs> mother. Um, my uh, my my roommates or or you know hotel roommates uh, she mm-hmm. bought this unpasteurized apple apple cider. Now I don't know if you know what happens if you have unpasteurized apple cider and you don't have a refrigerator to refrigerate it in. What it turns into is alcoholic apple cider, and it explodes. <laughs> and so. These two gallons of apple cider exploded in this middle school hotel room. That is that is how Hanson trashes a hotel room after a performance. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the the hotel the hotel manager comes up. It's like, well, they're gone, Hanson, <laughs> and they're just bopping their way to the next town, and they're just waving politely from the window of their tour bus. <laughs> Thanks for having us. <laughs> Do you guys think that Hanson are the heirs to the Hanson apple juice fortune? Oh, oh I, I don't even know. Aware of that apple juice. Yeah, that's I think a, that's, that's a brand a fun, of apple that's a fun juice. Fun connection. Yeah, I think they probably are. Oh, those they're probably the richest men in Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, Josh, would you say that um, getting donuts from an apple orchard is the most New England thing about you, or is there something more? Uh, hmm. <sighs> you ever I you guess, ever rode crew? Yeah, I've not rode crew. Okay, I did today where very new england loafers uh, okay yep i wore some loafers today you uh, ever wear a larry naked. bird jersey around brooklyn i've got a larry bird jersey i'll tell you yeah. that i'd like to see it my um it's my way I, I would get it but my wife's Just asleep where where, in, be, where i keep the jerseys be careful not to step on anyone's <laughs> jordans that's my recommendation while you're wearing that I guess That's I don't right. know what a I guess I don't know what a shirt is it a, it's a shirt jersey right it's like is a that... t-shirt with jersey uh patterning on it. on it so it's like yeah. got a number and a and the name across the shoulders and it's just much cheaper than a replica jersey so does it have it's, like cuz where you know I'm seeing where the straps of the jersey it go does not down, have like a, a fake tank. tank top like one of those towels That's that what looks I was like going to ask lady. if it yep. if it has <laughs> muscles printed <laughs> On it. <laughs> no, it does says F. It does say FBI, Federal Booty Inspector, right. Federal Federal Bird Inspector, because it's a Larry Bird. <laughs> yes. If I see Larry wow. Bird, yeah, patting him down. He's Tara Hot. 
It's a little Indiana humor. Um, With that that French like that. Yeah. (laughs) It's the town Larry Burns. There you go. There you go. Good work. We've explained ourselves sufficiently. (laughs) No Um, further questions on this bit. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Listen, the bit's solid, and if you don't like it, it's your fault, listener. (laughs) Fundamentally, Jordan, a shirzy is not so much an answer to the question of how can we make a replica jersey more affordable, as Josh presented it. It's more, honestly, an answer to the question, uh, how can we sell basketball jerseys when an adult man wearing a basketball jersey while not playing basketball is... uh, is a truly embarrassing situation unless you're yoked and it's summer specifically if i were a celtics jersey people would assume that i was in house of pain (laughs) yeah (laughs) you wouldn't even have to be jumping around (laughs) no people would get people would yell jump around at me wow house of pain i will i'll clarify this anytime they're brought up not from boston we do not claim them wow so they're just they're just like appropriating Mm-hmm. Boston, Boston dude culture then, which is just being white and jumping around in the streets. <laughs> yeah, being white and drunk, I think, is the right. two main <laughs> things. What you don't see at the end of the video is uh, after the St. Patrick's Day parade, they then steal five hundred thousand dollars worth of art from the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. Which is <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait, House of Pain do this? Everlast oh, yeah. or one of the yeah. other guys? <laughs> Uh, the other guy, Danny. Yeah, Boy, I think his name is. Yeah, Everlast can't pick anything up. He's carrying around that goddamn acoustic guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Everlast. I'd love to help you with this heist, but <laughs> yeah, I'm doing more of a college rock thing now. Yeah, I'm opening for DMB. <laughs> God bless him. Not the worst at it. Josh, yes. you have a great new podcast Thank where you. you play games. Which is a good theme for a podcast, Thank I you. think. I'm trying to lead into a game thing, so I'm just oh, you know, wow. giving, I can't wait. Giving, giving a little lead in here. Um, uh, Jordan's a gamer babe, Josh. Just so you know, <laughs> I'm a gamer babe, not a fake gamer girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no I can way. name three Mario's. Yeah. <laughs> wait, what are the three Mario's? Mario Puzo. Right. <laughs> Mario Andretti. Mario Batali. Yeah. Boom! Did it! Real gamer babes. <laughs> the three Marios. <laughs> Real gamer babe. Uh, I was jealous of your show. What a good job you do with the games. Well, thank you. How it's a show with content. And I, I strive for our show to be that. Yeah. I mean, that's why I brought in those guys going, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe didn't have the impact because I couldn't see it, but I'll trust you that it was funny while you were watching it. I mean, you have to, you just have to think like, what, why are these guys making that noise? Somebody probably caught it in the nards. Yeah, sure. You know, I feel like if, if you could have licensed even a single doink, just paid the fee to whatever right. to um, uh, like Doink Express or whatever the service yeah. for licensing is. <laughs> the well, estate of John Doinkus. <laughs> You have to get a lawyer and shit, Josh, but yeah. I feel like it would have driven it home if it'd been like, if you'd heard the like, oh, oh, boink. And again, please don't take this down because of a copyright violation because I right. did kind of a bootleg doink. And then the, uh, I think it would have driven it home a little bit. Right. I mean, do you, do you know, I don't know, maybe Josh, jo- maybe Josh, you know this, but Jordan, did you know that De La Soul's albums are still not on streaming because they cannot clear the doinks? Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Live I, doinks. <laughs> I mean, the the production. I, I we're joking, but like the production and the layering on their second album, De La Soul is doink. Is, yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Balloon like, doink state. <laughs> <laughs> doinks is high. They're all <laughs> none of them are available. Sure. Um, it's a travesty. That's a piece of musical history. <laughs> three feet high and doinking. I'll take it. Three doink, three doink high and rise. That a little, that scan a little better. Yeah, three <laughs> doink feet high and rising. There you go. Just say all the words, but then add doink yeah. in between. Don't switch any of the words. Like to doink, like middle add. school girls speaking in like a secret code language. <laughs> it's like Bela doink, doink a soul. Jordan and I are twins. This is how we talk to each other, so our parents don't understand. That's true. So, Jordan, you have a game for and us? And when Jesse jacks off, my gums start bleeding? Yeah. <laughs> also, Very sometimes weird. when we call each other, we both get a busy signal because we call each other at the <laughs> right. exact same time. And then Jordan's gums start bleeding because I'm bleeding. jacking off. I mean, it's just like when I, I can't not jack off if I hear a busy signal. <laughs> well, it's like such an exciting surprise these days. It's like, ooh, it's a little titillating. <laughs> I know. Wow. <laughs> Doink. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have, uh, you know, seeing all these think pieces about, you know, mm-hmm. post, you know, post vaccine life. And yeah. a lot of people are theorizing that it's going to be uh, it's going to be a very horny time. Sure. Our friend Matt Bronger was just theorizing that um, uh, it would be horny, especially if Jill Scott did any concerts. Sure. <laughs> that would that would help overall horniness. God, you make me very horny. And so, you know, I just wanted to like kind of like ease our viewers or, you know, by viewers, I mean listeners. Yeah. We're painting such a good picture on this episode that it's like they're seeing it. It I is. Mean, this is this is theater of the mind, first and foremost. <laughs> These people are still trying to get over the gorgeous picture I painted of Ramon Laureano when I said he was <laughs> handsome and athletic. It's true. Um and you know, I this is just actually just something I kind of wanted to do anyways and forgive the forgive the awkwardly inserted news peg. I'm actually trying to uh get a writing job on Gutfeld and just really wanted to workshop <laughs> some stuff with you guys. Jordan, can I just say something? It's I mean, it sounds like maybe you're joking about that, but I created the opening credits for Gutfield and uh, I'm really proud of those dancing letters. <laughs> it was my idea. <laughs> To spell his name in dancing cartoon letters. Wow. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so terrible. Jordan, it's so bad. Hey, Jesse, come on. I need some health insurance points, okay? (laughs) Don't torpedo my chance to get on Gutfeld. Not to torpedo the bit. I don't think it's a union job. Oh, Oh, well. They're like, look. We need a freelance writer. Just anyone who knows any words, we'll put them in the prompt. <laughs> College credit. <laughs> Look, we'll, we'll give. You, we'll let you smell Greg's sandwich after he bites it. <laughs> all, the, all the free my pillows you can take home. <laughs> you know how that guy could wait. I, I, I always wanted very briefly. For many, many years, I've resented Greg Gutfeld, not just because he's doing conservative comedy or whatever. His work used to be relatively apolitical. He was an advertising guy who had an advertising dinner with the head of Fox News or whatever, Roger Stone or somebody, and (laughs) said, you know who should have a TV show at this dinner about advertising? You know who should have a TV show because a lot of people would buy ads on it? 
me. Why don't you just put me on TV? And the guy said yes. That's like what what like your uncle says when you yes. go home for things. Like not even like I have cool uncles that don't think they should be on TV. But like just like a replacement level uncle that's just like, oh, you 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 work in comedy. You know who should have you know who should be on Saturday Night Live? Me. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like a it's like if it's like if the the head of NBC greenlit a sitcom about dentists. Because when he was at the orthodontist, the orthodontist was like, you know what would be a great sitcom? A dentist thing with me, an orthodontist. Well, now I'm definitely not taking the job. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the fence about it. If you get one look at that, those fucking dancing letters, you're going to be changing your tune. It's, I'm always so impressed by people who just have like dumb dickhead confidence <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i feel like i i'm getting better about just like talking to people about like my goals and like I, you know maneuvering talking with other professionals but there were so many years where i'd just be like uh i think i would like to to try a comedy and people and then there's guys like greg gutfeld that are just like you should call it gutfeld news instead of fox news <laughs> <And then laughs> the guy in charge is like it does have a ring to it but what if someone thinks we're too jewish and he's like all right just give me a show <laughs> I memorized three George Carlin routines. Oh. <laughs> One's about a bunch of dirty words that I'd like to say on television, and no one said I can't yet. <laughs> hey, hey, it's me, Greg Gutfield, and I totally talk like this. <laughs> That's just his aura, though. Yeah, absolutely. I know he like, a, like a smug, accentless, uh, charismaless presence. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. He just has that, like, energy of, like, a guy... They just like can't wait to like harass a woman on the street. <laughs> you know, I feel like my response to every single like he does like a take at the end of saying something. Yep. And my the response that I want to give to it basically every time is Yes, Greg, you are a stinker. <laughs> yeah. I mean his the the tagline for this show should be telling America to smile. <laughs> <laughs> America would be so pretty if it just smiled. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jordan, you brought us a game. Now, this it sounds like this game is about horniness. I wanted to help our listeners uh, head into, you know, what is potentially going to be the horniest time in history with some new pickup lines. So is it? would you say this is going to be even hornier than Roman times? Uh, hard to say. I mean, I think there's definitely going to be a lot of intentional vomiting. Got it. <laughs> Just over either way, whether you're yeah. talking about whether you're talking about summer and fall of 2021 or Roman times in the famous vomitoria. Yeah, lots of lots of intentional vomiting. I mean, a big advantage of Roman times is easy genital access. Right, right. Just lift up the robe. Yeah. <laughs> There's those Jennies. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that's what Jennies ice cream? It's short for genitals ice cream. I did know that, um, but I think they they changed it to Jenny's just because they were having so many presidential candidates visit the store, and they just right. felt weird about it. Yeah, they're like, I love I love this ice cream. I'd love to feature it on my Insta. Yeah, I mean, like obviously Biden was chill with it, but like, yeah, you know, some of the other ones. Yeah, they're like, look, we came here. Obviously, we know the ice cream is phenomenal, but. No one can know this until you change the name. Yeah. 
so I was looking around the internet for pickup lines and found this list. Uh, this is from uh, the blog of Janelle C. Shane. She has a uh, blog called AI Weirdness, and these are pickup lines written by an AI. This mm-hmm. is real. This part is real. Um, so there's a, I have a Jude Law or just a... <laughs> yeah, just uh, the, whole, the whole cast of AI. The robotic bear. I don't remember anything else from the movie. <laughs> Let's not continue yeah. this. I have no other AI yeah. polls. Well, Stanley Kubrick writes the first half of the pickup line. Of there you Steven go. Spielberg. Steven Spielberg yeah, brings it home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Josh. So here's an example. Here's an example of one of the AIs, one of the AI pickup lines. I'm losing my voice from all the screaming your hotness is causing me to do. Right. So that's real. So I so have a list. One of the, that's one of the ones that Alan Iverson actually used. Right. <laughs> uh, maybe I don't get that one. What's that? There's a basketball player, AI, known as AI. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, so I have, I have a list. Uh, I'll give you a, I'll go back and forth between you. Two of them are real. One of them is fake. You have to pick out the fake. Okay. Josh? You're going first. Two of these are real AI pickup lines. I love you. I don't care if you're a doggo in a trench coat. (laughs) Okay. Don't don't take me for a joker. I'm interested in marriage, as long as it's fashionable. Okay. And I will briefly summarize the plot of Back to the Future 2 for you. (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like... Okay. I feel like the third one is is too linear. I'm going to say the third one is the fake one. No, I'm sorry. Uh, that is real. The fake one was, don't take me for a joker. I'm interested in marriage as long as it's fashionable. Wow. So I love you. Wow. I don't care if you're a doggo in a trench coat. And I will briefly summarize the plot of Back to the Future 2 for you. Both real. Wow. wow. I feel like... I know people who could make those work. Yeah, <laughs> especially the Back to the Future one. I'd be yeah. intrigued if someone said that to me. I'd be like, you have two minutes. Yeah, Rhea, <laughs> I'd let Rhea, I'd let Rhea summarize the uh, Back to the Future two for me. Sure. Why not? Yeah, there's something expert. sensual about that. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, this yeah. one's for you. Okay. Which one of these is fake? Was your father in the military? Because you seem like someone I could get used to. <laughs> just as i've gotten used to what the military industrial complex don't know <laughs> okay you have a lovely face can i put it on an air freshener i want to keep your smell close to me always well i like that one that one i think that could make that work it's coming on a little strong but it is like i feel like if you're feeling that vibe like it, you're gonna be off to the races hell yeah plug it in baby <laughs> uh and finally you look like Jesus if he were a butler in a Russian mansion. Mm. Any idea? Any idea what the fake is? You look like Jesus if he were a butler in a Russian mansion. What kind of butler, Josh, do you think a, a Russian has specifically? Russian mansion? I feel like, like a, I don't know why I think this, but like a butler slash bodyguard. Yeah. Like a burly butler. Yeah, Russia's a rough country. You want, you want somebody who can do both. Yeah. Get get you a butler who can do both. <laughs> Beat up any bears that might get in. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, give them to me real quick one more time, Jordan. Yeah, absolutely. Was your father in the military? Because you seem like someone I could get used to. Mm-hmm. You have a lovely face. Can I put it on an air freshener? I want to keep your smell close to me always. You look like Jesus if he were a butler in a Russian mansion. I think this butler one, I think you made that one up. 
No, that's real. God that is it. a real AI wow. pickup line. God the fake was, it. was your father in the military because you seem like someone I could get used to. Wow. Yeah. Josh, this next one's for you. Okay. Hey, my name is John Smith. Will you sit on my bread box while I cook, or is there some kind of speed limit on that thing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That one rules. Whoever wrote it, I like. Yeah, I'm already like I have my my car keys in my hand ready to take that person to my apartment. <laughs> I have three interests. First one's Christmas. The second is sand. The third, I'll let you know once I'm dead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that one that one does just sound like something like an 8-year-old would say. <laughs> it has some sort of burn burn all my personal papers vibes. <laughs> And finally, you're looking good today. Want snacks? <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely the best one so yeah. far. <laughs> yeah, that I feel like that really cuts to the chase. The first one, the first one was really long. It was like the speed limit on a bread box. I think the the second one is the fake one. You're right, Josh. You're oh, right. Nice. That was that was the fake. Congratulations. You're Thank on you. the board. Thank you. Jesse, you can still catch up. Okay. Which of these is fake? I'm sorry, but I'll never get used to the wind. <laughs> Wait, who who did that first one? My dog when she was younger? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fake, because the dog wrote it. She hated the wind. <laughs> My name is a complicated combination of 45 degrees of forward motion, 25 degrees of leftward drift, 75 degrees of upward acceleration, and infinity, and that is the point where my love for you stops. That's just one of the rocks lines from Fast Five. <laughs> Finally, all caps. Cape fashion. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Jordan, there's no way, like, unless you put all of like all of my social media posts into the AI, there's no way that that a robot could know. That I what I want to hear from a potential picker upper is Cape Fashion exclamation Cape Fashion. Mark. <laughs> I mean, I of course that you you have to have written Cape Fashion because uh, no robot could get me that horny. It's like, it's only you, baby. No, I'm sorry, Jesse. I'm sorry, but I'll never get used to the wind. Was the fake? Oh yeah. man, sorry, Cape Fashion was real. The AI has passed oh. the horny Turing test. Oh. <laughs> Josh, I know you got a lot of sneakers. You got any capes? I don't have any capes. None? None. Not even like a, one of those little drum majorette numbers? Not even a little majorette number. I, I think, think the, you'd look cute in that, Josh. Thank you. I just, I don't know what I would wear it with. Yeah. Jo Jordan, you got any You got any capes? Zero capes. Uh, Yeah, not a cape in sight. I got some convertible cowls. <laughs> no, no capes per se. Convertible, so you can put the top down when you're... <laughs> Cruising down PCH. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got a bikini babe in the passenger seat the whole nine yards. Wait, Josh, you are you are like a sneaker guy. It's part of your social media. Yeah. You, you post sneakers. You have like show tape day sneakers yeah. for the show you work for. This what guy's your, a hype beast. What are your the original your, hype beast? What's your prize pair? Oh my gosh. I got um I have this pair of um they're Air Max ones that are 
Oh, you know what though? Those are like the fanciest, maybe one of the fanciest pairs. But I got when I when I wrote my when my book came out in 2019, I got a custom pair of also Air Max ones. That's like the the color scheme of my book cover. And I got a pair of matching pairs for me, my agent, and my editor. And so we all That's have, nice. yeah. Which, so I, I really, like, have a lot of affection towards those. And they're, like, very comfortable. And I, I designed them. And, like, I know there's the two other pairs out there in the world. So I really, like, love those. So what are those What are those going for on StockX? Oh, they're... Uh, priceless <laughs> yeah. if i bring a if i bring a camping chair and sit in front of your house all night can i maybe get them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the bots actually got them all ah, so bots. yeah yep. yeah Jeez, uh, i have i have one i have a tiebreaker josh you've already won but okay. i think just for just for bragging rights if we can do this tiebreaker you buzz in with your name if you think you know what the fake okay. is okay parentheses in your best albert einstein voice i wouldn't change a thing Longing, rusted, 17, daybreak, furnace, nine, benign, homecoming, one, freight car. Mm -hmm. This line is used by buying a second date. One of the motivations of this line is to avoid awkward subjectivity. You may say something like, hey, I've decided to steal your car and use it for a short trip from work. This is a super casual yet shocking pickup line. (laughs) Josh. Josh. I think it's the first one. In your best Albert Einstein voice, I wouldn't change a thing. No, that's real. <laughs> the, the second one was fake. Those are the words to activate the Winter Soldier. Um. <laughs> so that's kind of a pickup line that's like specific to the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it makes him <laughs> makes him susceptible to kill commands. Murder horny. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, twenty the summer of twenty twenty one. We're all gonna be a little murder horny. Last twenty twenty was the year of murder hornets. Twenty twenty one murder horny. Murder horny. <laughs> and then we're all gonna get stuck in the Suez Canal. <laughs> yeah, just some different memes. Recent memes. Bring in all the memes. Well, Jordan, thanks for that game. I think even Josh will agree that you're the new king of games and you basically shit on his work. Yeah. It's true. No. Josh is my inspiration. I'm 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 imitating I'm flattering by imitation. No, I think he's a hot pile of fucking garbage con- compared to that amazing game that you just did, Jordan. I'm I'm happy to be amused. I'm that's my new that's really the work I'm trying to get into over the next couple of years. I'm trying to move from late night uh comedy variety writing into musemanship. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan's the king of games. There can be only one. Whoa. No, no, no. I didn't. Come on. That's... No, it's true. You're the king of games, and I'm just the original hype beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, a couple, what a couple of yokels, you and me. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, are you hiring for spring? I mean, spring, (laughs) summer, fall, when am I not hiring? But yeah, spring especially. Jordan, I'm hiring for Rumspringa. (laughs) Your uh, Amish, uh, your Amish, uh, what 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 is that called? How would you describe that? It's when the Amish go out and experience the world outside of It's like a sabbatical. 
It's like a god sabbatical. A sabbatical. There you go. So you're just going to go nuts in the big city, drink a bunch of caffeine? Yeah, that's the plan. Got, cool, man. I got some uh, some of those Coca-Cola coffee drinks. Oh, nice. I'm just going to pound those. Yeah, I've been meaning to try yeah, they, those. Not only do they have coffee, they have bubbles. Oh, amazing. Every episode of Jordan Jesse Go brought to you, our listener, by you, our listener, the, specifically the members of MaximumFun.org. MaxFun Drive immediately around the corner. So go to MaximumFun.org slash join and join us. Uh, we're also brought to you this week by our friends at ZipRecruiter. Um, you know, it can be tough to hire. I'm a small business owner, Jordan. I, I got I got a small business called MaximumFun.org. Once in a while, we got to hire a producer, uh uh, once in a while, you've got to hire a new co-host. Um, and so what you have to do is, uh, is you, go on, you go on these like, uh, online classified websites. You try and post a job listing. Uh, 5,000 uh, you know, bots in Argentina apply for your job. Uh, it's a real nightmare. But what ZipRecruiter does is it uses its proprietary technologies to find people with the right experience and then invite them to apply for your job, which is, I mean, it's a robot that recruits for you, Jordan. That's, this is what America needs. Finally, a helpful robot. So tired. You know, if ZipRecruiter could come out with one of those uh, frilly house dress robots like from the Jetsons, you know, that, that with a vacuum hand. Ah, uh, rosy type, sure. Yeah, real rosy type. That, that would be ideal, but second best, creating a robot to help small business owners hire. No wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now, you can try it for free only at ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. And I'm going to be frank with you, Jordan. If you want to hire one of those rosy type robots, the best place to find them is going to be on ZipRecruiter. Just post requirements. You know, <laughs> no no bachelor's degree required. Must have vacuum hand. Right. Does she hold a vacuum or did she have a vacuum hand? Gosh, I don't. I think I think it was like a. I think the hand could like change into various tools. I think it was. It right. had a kind of a, a, a morphing capability. Yeah, so it was like a it was like a vacuum cleaner, rotating blade. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, she would she would kill people who broke into the Jetsons' home. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo if you want a robot with a rotating blade for a hand. We're also brought to you this week by our friends at Magic Spoon. Ah, uh, Magic Spoon. You know, healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. I bought Magic Spoon, Jordan. My family loved Magic Spoon so much. So peek behind the curtain. When you run one of these spots, if they want you to be able to speak intelligently about the product, then maybe they send you a little sample. We ate through our sample and went online and used our own promo code to get a discount to buy more Magic Spoon. Yeah. We went to magicspoon.com slash JJGo and used the promo code JJGo at checkout, Jordan. It's a, it's a, it's a big moment for any podcaster when they, when they love their product so much that they're using their own promo code. I'm high on my own supply, Jordan. Uh, Magic Spoon, I agree with you, Jesse, uh, is delicious. It has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs, uh, 140 calories in each serving. It's the, it's the cereal that reminds you of the cereal you ate when you were a kid. 
but without all the junk in it. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free. And here's some exciting news. The uh, Magic Spoon folks have released a new flavor, Birthday Cake, and it's going to be available in a special five-pack for a limited time only, so get it while you can. Jesse, are you you eating that Birthday Cake flavor? I haven't eaten it yet, but I think you and I are both going to need to give it a try, because it was just my birthday. It's just about to be yours. Gotta give it a try. You know what the greatest birthday gift of all would be for me, Jordan, personally? That what? If Jordan Jesse Go listeners went out there and ordered Magic Spoon for themselves, yes, that's what <laughs> do, I want do for it, Christmas. Do it this for year. us. Uh, we're, you listen, we're having <laughs> quarantine birthdays. They're not the most fun, so uh, so do us a solid and go to magicspoon.com/jjgo, or you can build your own box. They got cocoa, fruity, frosted peanut butter. I love peanut butter. Uh, really delicious. And peanut butter is my favorite too. Peanut butter's great. Peanut butter. Peanut butter's number one. Uh, there's no question about it. Peanut butter's number one. S- the children, the children love fruity. I'm all about that peanut butter. My wife likes cocoa flavor, but I, I can't eat the chocolate. I, I basically, so. I think you can't go wrong with Magic Spoon. Uh, MagicSpoon.com slash JJGo. You grab that limited edition birthday cake flavor or a custom bundle of cereal to try it today. And make sure to use the promo code JJGo at checkout. You save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Do it, do it for me and Jesse. Do it for our birthday. Guys, it's our birthday. It's our birthday. <laughs> Use our Puomo code. <laughs> it's my birthday. Thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Um, and we also got something up on the Jumbotron today, Jesse. Yeah, a major challenge for nonprofits is tracking their grants. They're complicated little monsters. GrantFlow, built by a MaxFund community member, is an app to help nonprofits track and manage grant and report deadlines so they never miss an opportunity. Focus on your mission. Easy to use, low cost, board reports at the click of a button. Email with code JJGO to get 50% off for one year. In honor of JJGO, I'll make it free for any nonprofit working on transgender issues. So uh, thanks to the folks at GrantFlow. You can visit grantflow.com. You know, Jordan, Jesse, go listeners, up to all kinds of good stuff in the world, like helping nonprofits track grants. I've had to track grants, Jordan, at nonprofits. It's super hard. It's a real hassle, especially if, like me, uh, you have attention deficit disorder. <laughs> and <laughs> non-preferred tasks are a real weakness for you. Uh, so let GrantFlow handle it. And you know what? I'm not saying I'm not saying that this is for sure possible, but I bet you could install GrantFlow on your robot housekeeper. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the robot housekeeper's operating system. But uh, sure, I think yeah. it's probably very likely that your robot housekeeper... Uh, can handle grant flow. Uh, yeah, no, sounds like sounds like an awesome service. Uh, we really do have cool listeners, huh? That's nice. Yeah. If you want to wish somebody a happy birthday, including yourself, or uh, tell someone you love them, or share a project that you're working on, go to maximumfund.org/jumbotron, and we will help you out there. And 
be aware, this Max Fun Drive, it is upon us. May 3rd through 14th, that is only 11 days. So if you're listening to this show during that time, go to MaximumFun.org join and check out all the cool stuff you can get and uh, support this show, make it possible, uh, along with the other great programming at Maximum Fun. Uh, that's MaximumFun.org join. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Josh Gondelman, the once and future king of games. Oh, wow. He's back, baby. Watch your fucking back, Jordan. I switched huh, sides he'll, he'll, to Gondelman now. Oh. <laughs> he'll, he'll, never, he'll never take my seat. And now for a sip of this wine. Treachery. Yeah, you Oh, I've been doinked again. Doinked. Fucking classic games murder, Jordan. Yeah. Poison bloopers. You got it. America's wackiest blooper and power vacuum. <laughs> Bloopers, practical jokes, and power vacuums. Uh, get out of the business, Josh. We're, you're not needed anymore. I switched back to Jordan. Ah, God damn it. No, no, I'm out of the business now, too. Yeah, we're both out of the business. Good news, guys. I never made it into the business. Um... <laughs> Now now the three of us are just going to wander town to town solving mysteries. <laughs> Hell yeah. Do you Sounds think great. that that any of the town to town mystery solving wanderers would ever just like run into each other? There must be fanfic about that about like the guy from Kung Fu the legend continues mm-hmm. crossing paths with the incredible Hulk and stuff. <laughs> Get out of here Hulk, this is my mystery. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, another guy who's like I'm not even the Hulk, I just quantum leaped into the Hulk body. <laughs> What happens when the fucking kung fu guy goes to that town in Maine where Angela Lansbury lives? Yeah. Cabot Cove, the murder capital of Maine. Yeah. And she's like, I don't think we need kung fu necessarily. (laughs) I've been able to do everything else with just my wits and my poison pen. He's like, yeah, look, lady, you know what the murder rate is in this town of 6,000 in Maine? (laughs) And he's like, "Uh, it's going to be higher once my kung fu gets involved. (laughs) (laughs) fucking murder hella people this is like the fucking wire with lobsters yeah remember (laughs) david carradine's famous catchphrase from that show i'm gonna murder hella people (laughs) (laughs) sometimes when he was really mad he'd say hells of people Mm -hmm. uh fuck it brian just play one of our phone calls huh hey jordan jesse and guest uh Colin, for your extremely successful segment, uh, Let's Solve a Mystery. And uh, this week, my mystery is, uh, who is jacking off in the ski patrol shack? Um, So here's my mystery. Um, I work at a ski resort uh, as a snowcat driver. I love this. And basically what we do in our jobs is drive around the mountain all night long. Uh, and it's the middle of the night. Uh, every once in a while, guys need to use a microwave or something 
to heat up some food, and uh, in the ski patrol shack, uh, I there are microwaves, and I've recently been informed by our IT guy that, uh, quote, someone has been hitting the porn pretty hard in the computer in the ski patrol shack. So, Kingster 97 or Ski Bum 45, uh, if you're listening, um, maybe don't log in and stay logged in to your Pornhub account uh, when you're jacking it in the shack. Anyways, uh, I hope we find him. Thanks, guys. First of all, I hope you don't find him. <laughs> it seems like Run. the last thing you want to find. They're on to you if you're listening to this. <laughs> this is fun because we we were yeah. just talking about mysteries. Yeah. We talked about jacking off earlier, so this is great for the show <laughs> thematically. It's weird. It's weird that we talked about jacking off, Jordan. It seems off-brand for us. I'm so glad that he called us and not Jessica Fletcher. Yeah. Because right. I do think this would be an off-brand mystery for her to take yeah. on. But can I tell you the truth, Josh? I think the Hulk could handle this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give him Dude one of those, to crank it. Yeah, give him one of those fucking ski-doos or whatever. <laughs> Um, okay, well, so I let's 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 follow the breadcrumbs here. Right. It's, it, it's, <laughs> now, maybe I misheard this, but he said he had narrowed it down to two usernames. One was like Ski Bum Forty Two, and the other one was Kinkster Seventeen. I think yeah. it's probably Kinkster, right? I mean, is it? Well, if, think is, about the milieu here, Jordan. When you think about a when you think about a a snowy a snowy mountainside, you think about a ski patrol shack. Uh, you think about a mug of hot cocoa with lots of little marshmallows. Uh, when right. you think about all those things, are you thinking about kinksters or are you thinking about ski bums? You're thinking ski bums all the way, baby. Mm-hmm. But I guess I, I'm just saying that the 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 one the one who has the porn based. Although I guess bum could mean butt in this situation. Yeah, ski bum actually again speaking as a New Englander, ski bum is a sex act where you just get your ass wicked cold. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody warms it up, right? <laughs> yep. Or they get too cold from trying. It's kind of a, an endurance test. Wow. You, know. <laughs> you New Englanders know how to fuck. <laughs> Here's my here's my question about this. The mystery to me is not that some who is jacking off in the ski patrol shack, because the answer to that is anybody who goes into the ski patrol shack after about half an hour. Like, what else are they doing in there? They have their own little shack. It's boring. Eventually, they're jacking off. So that, as far as I'm concerned, is off the table. It's also like. We can't solve that mystery. Like, we don't know who the guys are. Yeah, you should have listed the different guys. Should have listed the guys. It was Mark? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's whichever guy's name is Jack. Or you could just see, like, of your your coworkers, who's the most relaxed. (laughs) But who didn't used to be the most relaxed. (laughs) Right. Who's recently become relaxed. (laughs) Seemed jumpy, but is now chill and sticky. Yeah. He's having an easier time focusing. I I think the bigger question that this whole call raises for me is at ski resorts, there's just guys 
driving <laughs> snowmobiles around in the dark all night? What does that do? What's that for? Like, to scare you know, away night yetis? <laughs> you like look you want to look for maybe someone who's been lost, keep an eye out. Are you just gonna lost. run them over with your snowmobile in the dark? This mystery has raised several spin-off mysteries. <laughs> yeah. Much like yeah. much like Scooby-Doo himself. Right. Wow. But first of all, I mean, I think the biggest mystery of all the sort of overarching mystery is mm-hmm. how did our show become a movie on Showtime at 11 p.m. in 1982? <laughs> yeah, just kind of slowly trending that way. And now here we are at the inevitable conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that this is these are the mysteries that this show gets. Like Starly Kine had a podcast called Mystery Show where she solved mysteries like, uh, why was Britney Spears holding the novel that my friend wrote? And we're just getting like, oh, dude, who's who's cranking it at night? In the <laughs> Starly Clyde isn't answering my emails. <laughs> <laughs> she said she doesn't have a show and thinks this is harassment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have Starly's email. I think we could check in with her. You know, we could check yeah. in with Starly. What about that guy who was trying to find Richard Simmons? Do you think he could find out who's jacking <laughs> off in the ski shack? Imagine if the answer to both was the same. Same guy. <laughs> like Richard, Richard Simmons, Simmons was jacking off in the ski shack the whole time. <laughs> Why I haven't been making aerobics videos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we had a lot of fun. Brian, why don't we play another one of these fucking phone calls, huh? Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, I don't know. Blogberg at Arachna. Uh, this is Scott in uh, Charlotte. And today, I helped uh, back out a plane um, by guiding it with those little sticks by myself uh, on the wing. For the first time, and uh, it was uh, pretty fucking cool. So I guess I'm a pilot now. So you know, you guys need me flying service from a guy. Love the show, but yeah, there's a lot to talk about here, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. First of all, he brought up Claude Brodesser Ackner, and I'm glad he did. Claude's doing well. He's no longer he's no longer in the show business press. He he lives he lives in the northeast near New York. You know why? Because Taffy Brodesserachner is is uh, the new champion of the New York literati. Sorry, Claude, you're number you're the number two Brodesserachner around here. It's all about <laughs> yeah, it's Taffy Brodesserachner now. Taffy or bust. <laughs> yeah, all Taffy talk from here on out. Sorry, Claude. <laughs> Actually, Taffy Talk is, uh, I just want to caution you, that is also an IP-protected podcast. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. thank you. Oh, boy. It's two guys down in the Jersey Shore. They try every flavor of Taffy. <laughs> Got it. I really doinked that one. Okay. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> oh, no, don't say. <laughs> You've got to use like a public domain. you got to be like, I really bombed. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I, yeah. I blurbed Have it. it. Ah, fuck it. Let's just sing "Let It Be," huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> God, you know who I you know who I'd love to have blurb it. Taffy Brodesser Ackner. You're gonna sell mm-hmm. a lot of copies. You get that blurb. Yeah, blurb. it's a hot blurb. He's hot an illiterati blurb. now. <laughs> okay, so my second thing is, it sounded like he said, "Was he the guy with the light sticks, or was he flying the airplane? Ground flying. I'm talking about ground flying, driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I think he's the guy who waved in the plane, yeah. but then he he said he was the pilot, which he's either, you know, just fucking around being a goofball or is unclear on the duties of a pilot. Or we're unclear on the protocol of how you get to be a pilot. It might be one of the steps. Yeah. It might be like when Danielson c- catches the fly with the chopsticks and then you know he's really good at karate now. Yes. Right. If you right. can you... use the sticks to land the airplane. The other thing he said was that he was on the wing of the airplane. Did he say that? I heard that too. Yeah. That I've never Is he is he some kind of helpful langolier? I think you know what I think he is, Josh. I might think be a helpful langolier. I think he's one of these nineteen nineteen twenties air show guys. <laughs> oh right. I think this guy's flying around in a decommissioned World War One biplane. And he's out there on the wing flashing these sticks and giving people rides. And he's That's... trying to cozy up to Taffy Brodesser Acker through her <laughs> husband, Claude, who's writing Honestly, for maybe, I think, the Newark Ledger now. That's my memory, but I might be wrong. Nice guy, Claude Brodesser Acker. That sounds like the life. Doesn't it? Yeah. What a life to live. Do you think Claude Brodesser Acker could get Taffy Brodesser Acker on this show, or is she too fucking hot shit? Totally, she would do it. She would love probably, to do it. We'd, we'd have probably, a lot of fun. I don't know if we could get Taffy Brodesser Acker. I bet you could get Taffy. How did she feel about <laughs> jacking off in a ski shack? <laughs> I could ask her. I bet she's asleep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, I don't want to wake her up with that. No, <laughs> no you're right. Let her, let her sleep. She's been busy. Seems. You know what, Josh? Call Claude and see if Taffy's up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, I Brian. think this is going to be a two birds, one stone situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Play another call, Brian. Hey, Jordan, Jessica. This is Alexandra from New York. So I just was on my run and I had to stop and record this because I saw the cutest thing ever. It was a dad with his laundry bags in one of those cargo carts. You know, it's like those utility carts. Um, and his kid was on the top of the pile of laundry bags riding it like a horse and he was this like maybe six-year-old kid was slapping the back of the quote-unquote horse and telling it to essentially giddy up all right guys thank you for the great show have a good one bye thanks that's pretty good pretty how cute did, how did the brudesser actor family figure into this one <laughs> i don't think they did unless maybe you could hear them in the background somehow i think this caller is unclear on the kind of content we want for the show <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean uh, yeah i just feel like i mean maybe if if the little kid had been Carter anderson i just need some literati content in this mm-hmm. for it really to sing you know what I mean? Could mm-hmm. we get Graydon Carter involved somehow? What if the dad were Jonathan Franzen? Does that do anything for you? That would help. Yeah, I think that would do it. Sure, yeah. The child riding the laundry, David Sedaris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the laundry itself, uh, a top coat once worn. By David Remnick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God, I'd Josh. love to take a look at a Remnick. At a remnant top. You're describing the perfect call. (laughs) (laughs) Described the perfect call. Oh, oh, I wish we could get that call. 
I'm waiting my whole fucking life for that call. Do you want me? I mean, I know you would know it was fake, but I can act as if I'm making that call. No, I have an amazing suspension of disbelief. Yeah, okay. I'm okay if you want to fake that. All right, I'm gonna. I'll add some like vocal effects so that it sounds like I'm calling in. It's like, hello, uh, Jordan and Jesse, and your guest who I assume is Patricia Arquette. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just saw. Patty. We call her Patty. The cutest. I just saw the cutest thing. Uh, it was a. It was Jonathan Franzen pushing one of those carts that you put laundry yeah. in, and sitting atop the pile of laundry was uh, beloved essayist David Sedaris uh-huh. riding the laundry like a horse. <laughs> yeah. He was slapping the side of the laundry and saying, "Giddy yeah. up!" And then the I looked closer and. The laundry was all composed. Uh, it was a bag full of top coats, once owned by the New Yorker's own David Remnick. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like such a, a, a jackass. You probably called Patricia Arquette Patty. Anyway, thanks for the show. Bye. Jesse, we got the ultimate call. We can end the show. Thank God. You know, I'm just happy that Dave Eggers and Venda LaVita finally called into the program. Uh, it's nice Josh, you also hear. kind of, I feel like you kind of nailed the cadence of our callers, too. <laughs> that was a good impression of someone who calls the show. Yeah. Uh, that's it. 206-984-4FUN. JJGO at MaximumFun.org if you want to send us a voice memo. That's jjgo at maximumfun.org 206-984-4FUN you can either call in your momentous occasions or just call into a segment on the show Uh, just make sure to let us know what segment it is at the top of your call uh, because we don't really have any segments so you have to kind of (laughs) you kind of got to prime the pump Uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go Mr. Robot Man what are you doing? I'm just taking one last look at my co-workers. Every journey comes to an end. Remember, Black, the space will be with you always. Sorry, who are you again? Master Kieran. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Just calling in. <laughs> Friendships will be tested. Do you have to do it? You have to shoot Black. Okay. You shot him so fast. Destinies will be fulfilled. I've become a complete bird. I'm flying. I'm flying. On April 28th, the saga starts concluding. Guys, we don't have a choice. We have to put on a show. We can do it in the old barn. We've got the costumes. We've got a stage. We can do it, you guys. Mission to Zix, the final season on Maximum Fun. Max Fun Drive's almost here. It starts on Monday, May 3rd, ends on May 14th, and it's the best time to support the shows you love. Here are some folks like you sharing what Max Fun and our shows mean to them. Most importantly, it's meant community. And uh, yeah, just thanks for hanging out, making joke up and making my week a little bit brighter. So thanks, Max Fun, for making me a better person and making sure that I'm 
surrounded by better people. Thanks again for all you do. Love supporting Max Fun and uh, keep it up. Come back Monday, May 3rd for more details from your favorite hosts. We'll have some of the best episodes of the year, special Max Fun Drive thank you gifts, and maybe a few surprises. That's Monday, May 3rd. Until then. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Josh Gondelman, the original hype beast. Yes. This guy was hyping beasts before you even knew what beasts were to hype, Jordan. Right, 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 right. I, oh, sorry. I said original hype beast. I meant I'm the original beast hype. I love minotaurs. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> chimera. You, you show me a chimera, I'm going to pump it up. You fucking. <laughs> this guy. This guy. This guy toured with some of the most incredible mythical beasts of all time. I'm not just talking about a dragon. I'm talking about one of those long-ass fucking Chinese dragons. Josh Gondelman was there with it, fucking Mm -hmm. repeating the last word of every line at the Mm -hmm. same time as it. Uh, Going, yeah, 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 going, what the fuck is up, Cleveland? Let me hear some noise. (laughs) All that shit. All the um all the cyclopses that tried to kill Odysseus and his men. It might have just been one guy. Yeah. Uh but I'll tell you what, we were high out of our minds um yeah. on that tour. <laughs> and I, I DJ'd. I DJ'd the Cyclops tour. Bro, wow. you were cutting and sc- yeah. were you cutting and scratching and shit too? Cutting, scratching, crossfading, yeah. uh, carrying equipment, um, making hotel reservations. I did it all. <laughs> this guy in the mythical world. Jordan, in the world of yeah. incredible mythical beasts such as unicorns, Josh mm-hmm. Gondelman is known as the spliff star of, of that <laughs> wow. industry. This guy is the spliff star of that. Mm-hmm. Unicorn needs somebody to, to carry her weed. Gondelman's yeah. there. I'll carry that weed. Yeah. Gondelman will, Gondelman will keister some oxy to get you through <laughs> airport security. Yeah, look. Among my services, yeah, I'll boof. I'll do it. I'll boof. <laughs> this guy will boof pretty much whatever. You need need somebody to carry your to to say that the unlicensed firearms on the bus are are his. Gondelman will do that. Now, why does a why does a chimera need a unlicensed firearm? God only knows. But it's none of my business. Know. I don't ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> Not your job. It's Not part that. of being Gondelman. It's part. It's part of what I do. When I'm on the road with the centaur on the tour bus, yeah, do I ask if I can ride the centaur to the next tour stop? No, I'm a professional. This guy's a <laughs> professional. All yeah. he really asks for is a little bit of leftover tail at the end of the night. And I'm talking about <laughs> mythical creatures with actual tails. Right, sure. <laughs> I'm talking about he likes to wear some of a unicorn's tail mm-hmm. a dragon's tail it's not a sex thing not a sex thing no. it's just a little bit of pageantry <laughs> i mean and now more than ever don't we all just need a little bit of pageantry a little fucking pageantry he'll arrange he'll arrange a blue angel fly over if you need it speaking of pageantry we'll, we'll get that previous caller to, to wave us in or to fly the planes we don't yeah. know what that guy does we don't know what he does we'll get him to wave us in I while we're in the seat. <laughs> duncan donuts duncan nothing donuts. but holes the Herald has concluded. Alan Iverson. <laughs> yes.
Brian, play the noise. Play the guys here in the You're dude. supposed Get to just have nards. it ready, Brian. You're not supposed to have to go looking called for a, it. Yes. It's called a drop. Oh. oh. There it it's, is. And now play Austin now play Austin Powers saying, Yeah, baby. <laughs> Those noises out of context sound like um like Andrew Dice Clay like figuring out what his deal is. <laughs> <laughs> just like oh oh, huh? <laughs> oh oh am i hickory dickory stick <laughs> oh. <laughs> no that's not it is this does this have a satirical angle uh, or have i just become the character oh <laughs> hey it's me greg gutfeld, <laughs> oh, gutfeld. <laughs> Did you get my writing sample? <laughs> I had to think about the AI pickup lines and at the news. Oh, I can't hire you. Your union. Ah, uh, fuck. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> I could give you like a producer credit or something. Okay, I'll, t- I'll take segment producer or associate producer. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> I'm sorry, we have a surprisingly high diversity quotient. <laughs> you wouldn't think that about our show. We just want to have all the perspectives. <laughs> The non-union perspectives. <laughs> Josh Gondelman has been our, our guest on the program. He's got the podcast. Uh, this is a game podcast, but the game is to delight Josh Gondelman. Is that correct? That's true. Every week there's a new game that I make up where the point is to cheer me up because the world is a stressful place. Yeah, it's a fucking shit world's full of fucking Suez Canal boats and chimeras. <laughs> and that was one of the better parts. You've had uh, you have had a lot of our friends. Tom Sharpling's been on. Yes. Linda Holmes has been on. Yes. That's it. Those are our only two friends, <laughs> <laughs> and they're more of acquaintances, really. Yeah. I'll tell you well, what, like professional, like longtime yeah. professional acquaintances. Sure, yeah. I'll tell you what, I haven't been able to pin down Claude Bredesser Ackner. I think get him. You know what? If you're gonna get Claude, you might as well try and get Taffy. That's the money, Ackner. <laughs> Uh, and you, this is nice uh, on your show. You play, you play, and you give a little bit to charity, which is always nice. We do, yeah. I always like hearing about the uh, the charities that the guests uh, feel strongly about. That's a really nice Thank part you. of the show. I think. Yeah, it's really, I, it's really nice. I, I think there are like some that that people are really, you know, I'm always happy like when people, when guests are like oh, fair fight. And it's like, great. And like listeners know it's like, because, you know, uh, voting rights is such a big issue. And then um, Caleb Heron recently was like, oh, the, uh, Casey Tenants, which is like about housing equality in Kansas City, where where he's from. And it's like, oh, that rules. Like, I'm, I'm happy to like, because I to, ha- to get outside the like New York and LA uh, organizational bubble and stuff. So, yeah, I, yeah, I try and we actually have a few pet charities on this program. We're trying to raise money right now to uh liberate the doinks right <laughs> get them out of the vault yeah <laughs> get these doinks out here get the get the get the doinks out of the vault and get song of the south onto disney plus <laughs> the doinks in the disney vault yeah, yeah, they the are. They're in there, the there with Disney Song of the Bowl. South. You can still get them once if you if you if you look long enough, you can find them on VHS at a thrift store. <laughs> 
hashtag liberate the doinks. Hashtag liberate the doinks. I, we got it. The, the doink. The doinks aren't on Disney Plus. No, they're not. Unbelievable. We say we say put them up there, but put up a warning saying yeah. that they are doinks from a different time, <laughs> yeah. and they have insensitive portrayals. But it's a part of our history. Yeah. The doinks does sound like a movie, like one of those movies where you're like, you watch it when you're a kid, and then as an adult, you're like, in the first scene, they cook and eat their mom. <laughs> <laughs> the doinks was fucked up. <laughs> We just rented whatever was at the drugstore, so. Dude, I, we would rent it, like, every week. My sister loved it. <laughs> she has a Doinks t-shirt, but. It was, always do- on, it was always on Cinemax. Every fucking night at 11. Yeah. I just watched it because it had boobs in it, but it turned out. It's not aged well. Not aged well. But it is on Disney Plus in its entirety. Josh Gondelman, also a, a member of the uh, a member of the literati, uh, I I read and enjoyed Josh Gondelman's memoir. Thank you. Everybody should check out Josh Gondelman's memoir. Nice try. Stories of best intentions and mixed results. It still exists, which makes me very happy. Whenever and yeah. I sometimes people still post about it on Instagram, and I'm like, yeah, I did write a book. That's nice. It's got a little too much Beastie Boys <laughs> content for my taste, but otherwise, I loved it. <laughs> I. I was trying to, uh, I was aiming squarely at the the demographic of uh, my five best friends from when I was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Did they all buy it? Have you confirmed that they all bought it? Honestly, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I think you could make an argument for the for the Beastie Boys as uh, the original hype beasts. That's true. It's right there in the name. Yeah. Uh, well, Josh Gondelman, it's always a joy to have you on the program. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's, it's always a pleasure to see you and, and to podcast with you. Our producer is Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. You can find us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne at Jordan underscore Morris. We're on instant Instagram at Jordan David Morris uh, at put dot this dot on. We're on Reddit at Maximum Fun dot reddit dot com or on facebook where on, you can like jordan jesse go i'm on goodreads check me out on goodreads check Ooh. out jordan on goodreads where you can check out what he thought about josh gondelman's memoir <laughs> bad news josh he did not thought there was too much beastie oh, boy stuff pan. in there <laughs> was a... jordan said not enough beastie boys <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> dissension in the ring there should be an entire chapter about hello nasty <laughs> I like the one where the robots are fighting. That's a fun one. It's a fun one. Yeah, it is a fun one. Uh, That's it. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse. Oh, wait. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Lighting the Attic Records. Okay, that's it. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse. Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.